Hey Mama, grab your cup of coffee or glass of wine, some headphones, and maybe a video monitor, and commit to taking these next 30 or so minutes for you. I get it. The never-ending to-do list, the nap time hustle, getting started with your workout just to hear the baby begin to cry. But I'm here to say, you are killing it. So this one's for you. We'll be chatting pre and postpartum fitness, breastfeeding tricks and myths, upgrading your nutrition, baby sleep habits, recovery from birth, and so much more. Because while your title of mama is a big one, it doesn't cover all of you. It's time for a little self-care and some focus on you and optimizing your overall health. So let's get going. Hey, you guys, welcome back to the Health Without Limits podcast, or if you are new to the podcast, thanks for joining us. I have had a whole variety of guests on here over the last few weeks, and I've had so much fun with it. Just as a new mom myself, these are topics that I'm interested in, but I know that lots of moms are interested in this community too. We had, let's see, Carrie Anna from All the Sleeps come on. She talked with us really about baby sleep schedules, about wake windows, about sleep training, sleep coaching. That was a really great conversation. We had Samantha Tully on here to talk about breastfeeding. Um, we also had Summer from Done Naturally to talk about breastfeeding um, back during my pregnancy. So that's a little ways back. We had um, Allie Landry on here to talk about intuitive eating. Guys, I would highly encourage you to just kind of go look back in the library a little bit because there has been a whole array of topics on here that were really fun conversations for me to have, but I think really insightful for moms too. So go check those out. Today I am flying solo, no guest on the podcast today. We've got more coming in the following weeks, but topic of today's episode is life now versus pre-mom life. So before I dive into that, let me just quick give you guys a little bit of an update, whether you're new here or you are an OG. I have, let's see, a three-month-old right now, but when this podcast comes out, she's going to be a little bit more like three and a half months. Um, but three and a half month year old, little, wow, what do you, how do you say that? Not three and a half month year old, three and a half month old. Mm, God. Okay. Anyways, thanks for sticking with me on that one. Three-month-old daughter named Sophia, and she's my first, so I am a new mama, fresh out the gate, but I do feel like I'm starting to get my groove. Please hold any of your comments on that. More on that later. <laughs> but I do feel like I'm starting to get my groove. I am very routine-oriented, and it seems that so far Sophia is as well because when we have kind of strayed from the routine or changed things up, she is not a happy camper. So I'm totally down with her being routine just like her mama. Um, this, you guys, is like such a fun age and I know it's only going to get better from here, but she has a personality now, right? Like she's not just sleeping all the time. She smiles. She is trying so hard to laugh and I know that my heart is going to explode when she figures out how. She's rolling with help. She is talking and squealing and trying out different noises and making more eye contact and she recognizes Keith and I and really prefers us, which is just like the sweetest feeling in the world. So I am loving this stage. I am a full-time teacher, so I'm loving that I can be home with her and see literally the growth day by day. It is just so freaking cool. We have officially outgrown the zero to three month close. We are rocking the three to six months and yeah, life is just good over here. I am having so much fun with her. 
So that brings me to today's episode, life now versus pre-mom. So here's the thing. I was so concerned about how much my life would change once we had kids. And so much so that Keith and I really waited to get pregnant. We were married. We just celebrated our five-year anniversary. And like I said, Sophia is just three and a half months now. So we really waited because we were concerned that life would just completely uproot itself and that we would be like stuck to our house and things would just totally change. And don't get me wrong, there has definitely been change and I don't regret that we waited. But with that being said, it was not as big of a deal as I think I or we anticipated. It should be a really special, positive time in our lives. And we scare people away from that. And I know firsthand that that's what happened to me is I really thought that life would just turn upside down. And again, I'll get into it. It has changed, but it's not something to fear. It's not something that's negative. It's just different. And I kind of let that fear take a hold of me. And even in my pregnancy, I worried about like what it was going to be like and how much it was going to change. And it really can take away from an experience if you let it. Um, you know, I was on a walk the other day with Soph and with the dogs and one of the neighbors stopped us and we're just, you know, chit chatting. And I made the comment of how Sophia is, you know, a pretty good sleeper and seems to be getting in a groove with us. And she (laughs) gave us one of those comments of, Oh, you just wait. That won't last long. And again, She is not a bad person. She's not a mean person. But why are we saying this to people? Why are we discounting the fact that there's all these positive things happening? So a simple response like, wow, that's great. That's probably so nice for you guys. Suffices. And it kind of made me check myself of how am I responding to people? Am I giving them positive vibes or am I scaring them of what's to come? Whether this is in motherhood or in anything else. I think of this like in a fitness journey, you know, you're, you're nervous and apprehensive going into this and it takes time. And if we're scaring people with these phrases of, Oh, you just wait, then they're not even going to be able to give their all to it because they're fearing what's to come. So this made me kind of check myself, but it was just one of those things that you really notice it a lot more when you take the time to reflect upon it. And I just keep asking myself, like, why do we do this? Why do we have to counter a positive with a negative? And it got me to kind of coming around to this whole, why was I so scared for mom life? And I just let that fear take hold of me. And I'm trying now that I've seen that to be more intentional of not letting that happen as I move forward in motherhood. So if I know that a leap is coming or if somebody makes a comment to me of what's to come with a, let's say, four-month sleep regression, like there are so many things that I could be fearing or I could be constantly worrying every day like, oh gosh, this seems too good to be true. What's tomorrow going to bring? What's next week going to bring? I'm kind of trying to stop myself in my tracks there and just let this be, ride this out. And I will say over the last like week or so, I've been practicing this, 
Hopefully by the time this podcast comes out, I will have been practicing it for weeks and totally consistent with it. So check in with me on that. But over the last week at this point in time, I've been practicing it and I have enjoyed my time with Sophia so much more like tenfold. It's just, I'm present. I'm engaged. I'm soaking it all in. I'm not worrying about what's to come. I'm just letting her be and I'm letting myself be in that moment. And it is just not only such a huge weight off my shoulders, but it's just fun. It's just enjoyable. It's just the way that this time should be. So if you kind of find yourself nodding along with this, relating to this, like I hope this is something that can help you too. Not only check yourself of how you're responding to others, but how you are letting others' responses affect you. Are you letting fear get in the way of the present? I don't know. Hopefully that's helpful to you because that is just something that I'm working on. But when I kind of reflect on, well, what has changed? Because certainly it has. I found that the importance of things have changed. So I'm like very OCD and I still do not like clutter, not a fan, but I had this standard before of the house should be like immaculate at all times. And even like getting myself ready to go out, you know, I picked the perfect outfit. I would make sure I spent the time on my hair and makeup and Not that I don't do that anymore, but I've got like a five minute makeup routine now and I know that people are not going to be as concerned about my outfit as they are about Sophia's outfit. So getting out the door for myself, honestly, is just easier. I don't care as much and it's not to say like, oh, I'm, what, what are the words I'm looking for? I'm just throwing in the towel and I don't care what people think. No, I still get myself up and ready and dressed and looking nice, but I'm not nitpicking everything before I go out the door because I just don't have time for that anymore. It almost seems selfish. Um, what else? And with that, it's the what people think of me, right? Like I nitpicked so bad before I would go out the door or before, you know, I would have people over because I would want my house to look a certain way. And now it just is what it is. You realize that there's other more important things in the world and it's just not worth it to nitpick because it doesn't matter. So that's kind of a cool change, right? Um, what else? I thought sleep would be horrible and knock on wood. I know we are so lucky and I know that this could be something that changes with her or it could change with another child if we have one. But I kind of took this as we're literally going to get zero sleep and that's just not what it is. It's interrupted sleep, but when you chunk it all together, you are still getting sleep. Whether it's some during the day, some at night, or it's all during the night, but it's just broken up with little hour feedings in between, you're still getting sleep. It's just different. And your body adjusts. Like the couple first couple weeks are blurry, they're messy, they are a total shakeup, but your body adjusts. Like it's all good. Um me time. It's not as easy to come by anymore. And that doesn't mean that I don't get it. It's just not as easy to come by. Whereas like during pregnancy, before pregnancy, I had me time all the time. Keith is a business owner and we also own a gym on top of that. Our hours conflict. So we were not together a lot. And I had all the time in the world to go for walks, do a workout, try a new recipe, read a book, play out back with the dogs, go out with friends, whatever. And 
I just don't have as many of those pockets of time anymore. But on the flip side, it's made me appreciate when I do have those pockets of time because I'm going to use them and I'm going to make sure I get the most of them because they're valuable. So if I have 30 minutes in the morning, what can I best do to start my day to make me feel my best? Usually that's a workout. If I know in the afternoon I'm going to have a pocket of time that the to-do list is done, that the dogs are taken care of, that Sofa's down for a nap, that my workout's done, what can I do to check in with myself and turn my brain off? Is that journaling, reading a book, calling a friend or a family member? It just makes that time more precious. So it's not that it's not there anymore. I just have to make sure I'm intentional about that me time. Okay, what else? The dogs. You guys, I was so worried about the dogs. Would I still love them? Would they still love me? Would they feel neglected? Okay, here's what I'm going to say. The first couple weeks, I definitely neglected them because it was a blur. And I think they were just totally confused too. And we were just trying to get to know this new normal. But now that I feel like we're in a groove and I do have these pockets of time, we are all good back on the same page. I make sure with that valuable me time that they are included in some of that, whether we're going out back to throw the ball around, going for a walk, or just doing some extra snuggles on the bed. It is all good. We all love each other still. They are still a priority. So that did not need to be a huge concern of mine. And lastly, the one that I could think of that changed is that Sophia comes first. And sometimes that means saying no. Sometimes that means changing the plan. And sometimes that means disappointing people. And I'm my own worst critic. I'm a people pleaser. So there's definitely times that I'm worried that somebody's going to be upset with me or bothered by me when they're totally not. Like, we have to schedule things around her feeding schedule now and I might disappear for 30 minutes when we have people over because I have to go feed her. And at first I kind of let the guilt creep in and feeling badly, but I really realized that she comes first and I got to do what I got to do. And if we have to say no to dinner plans because they're at the same time that we're putting her to bed, it's okay. This is life. We find our group. We find our routine. People are not angry with us as much as we like to think they are. It is okay. So, like, if you noticed me listing those changes, sure, they were all changes, but I did find a positive spin on them. And I wanted to put this out there because... I know that when I was pregnant, I wondered about these things. I wondered how it would be, and I feared them, like I said. So I'm hoping that by me sharing this message, it maybe not only helps new moms, but helps moms-to-be see, like, okay, deep breath, it's going to be okay. Like, my concerns are valid, but here's what comes out of it. Here's what's on the other side. Because to me, the other side was this big black hole that I just had no idea what to expect. So... This is kind of just me rambling, but reflecting and hopefully helping others kind of find that positive spin because just with any new phase of life, graduation, marriage, a new job, a new house, a health journey, things are going to change and it's going to be unknown territory for a little while, but it's what makes life exciting. It's what keeps us challenged. It's what keeps us engaged instead of imposing fear 
and and waiting and putting the wall up like let's just go for it and let's not only go for it but let's support each other let's not put that fear into other people let's help them let's cheer them on let's help them find the positive when they're down and they are not really sure where that positive silver lining is I know that I could have used that at the beginning but then again I'm glad that I was able to have this learning curve and figure it out for myself, but I just want to build this community of moms. And the only way we're going to do that is by cheering each other on and getting rid of that phrase of, oh, you just wait, because we are not here to impose fear. We are here to support one another. We are here to find the positive. We are here to keep it real, but you guys, like this is such a cool experience. This is such a great time in life. And don't get me wrong, it is flipping hard. But you can find the positive really in any situation, but especially in this newborn teeny tiny phase where you kind of are upgrading yourself. You're finding another version of yourself that you didn't know was there. So that's my mini rant for today. I'm going to count this as my journaling for today. I hope you guys stuck with me, but I would love to hear from you if you are either a mom-to-be or a current mom and you resonated with any of this. Did any of this click with you with these things that you struggled with? Are there other things that you thought were going to be a big deal and they just aren't? I want to hear from you. So I'm going to put all of my information in the show notes. I'm on Instagram all the time, checking my DMs. So reach out to me, screenshot and share this on your stories so we can help other mamas out. And I will catch you guys next week. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Health Without Limits podcast. You guys know that I appreciate your support more than anything and really love having this outlet to just share my voice too. Don't forget to reach out to me on social media so that we can connect. You can find me on Instagram or Facebook. Both of those will be in the notes section of this episode. I'll catch you guys in the next one.